Hello and welcome to the Tony Daily with me, Tony Kent. Happy New Year to you in 2022. But how do we know that it is January the 1st, the actual New Year? Well, it is because I'm telling you. Um, but also, well, what's been happening on the Village Facebook page? Um, not a lot, to be honest. Um, a local pub shared a video of everybody welcoming in the new year, which just goes to show you can't do flipping anything without somebody recording it and sharing it online. Um, and there's a few few freebies, a uh, few freebies going. Um, there was a sink. So you could, you know, get a sink for free and uh, get a fresh, freshly washed new face for the new year. We also know that it's the 1st of January because in our household we love a family calendar. And I don't mean one with like annoying pictures of all of us on it, no. Um, just a calendar that everyone's got a column and we can write on there what everyone's up to. Call me old-fashioned, but I kind of like a calendar hanging in the kitchen where you can see all the birthdays that you've forgotten to buy cards for. <laughs> Happy birthday if it's your birthday today. And um, the slight issue with the calendar I bought this year because my husband took one look at it and said, I can't fucking look at that for the whole month. I thought, yeah, you're probably right. Because when I bought it, I thought, oh, that looks quite fun. Must have had my uh, cynical voice in my head reading out what was on the calendar for me. Because um, if we go to January, it says January, organised family to-do list. One, Google highly creative and incredibly bonding rainy day things to do with family. Mm. Two, spend 17 hours building the world's most impressive mood board of potential activities whilst also drinking 17 hot chocolates. Now, I think it is meant to be a bit tongue-in-cheek. However, um, anyone who thinks they've got to do that kind of shit, I mean, you just, why would you do that to yourself? And the, the calendar continues in that fashion for the rest of the year. So it is almost like having one of those mindful chef adverts that I keep getting served on Facebook where Fern Cotton is pretending that she has standard family life. I don't think so. Um, so yeah, we've decided that we are going to have to cover up what is written on here and make it just a little bit more us. Something that's a bit more cynical perhaps and downbeat. downbeat. Um, so I've given that as a task to the kids to say, I think this calendar is meant for people with small children. Let's see if we can have it reflect uh, a family with two very tired adults and two teenagers and two crazy dogs. So that's our task for the rest of the day. Um, let's get on to reasons to be cheerful. Uh, if you are new to the podcast today, welcome. Hello. Glad to have you here. I am using my book, Reasons to be Cheerful, part one, as the kind of guide as we go through this podcast series if you want to join in, uh, you could check out the book on Amazon, go have a look, download it or buy it or not. Just be here and listen. And then essentially it's free. Um, so this piece is called Will You Recognise Me? And it is about family life and um, what's involved with raising children and how thankless that is as a task. It's almost like I've planned this. So how often do you get a thank you for doing the hoovering? Or a thank you for doing the washing or changing the beds. Never? Yeah, be about right. A friend of mine refers to these domestic tasks as the silent jobs. The boring, necessary stuff that has to happen to make a household run, but for which you rarely get a thank you. 
In most instances, easy for me to say, it doesn't matter and expecting a round of applause for cleaning the barbecue is taking it a bit too far. But how about, contentiously, for doing the lion's share of bringing up the children? Surely that is worthy of major recognition. At work, unless you have a particularly disengaged boss or your customers are never happy, you're likely to be thanked or awarded on a fairly regular basis. If you've made or are planning to make the switch from working full-time to being at home with the children full-time, then this is a significant change and one to which I hadn't given any thought to before going on my first period of maternity leave. And this was from a um, corporate job. So I was working long hours um, in beautiful offices, um, really focused on um, reward recognition, money bonuses. It was great. Loved it. Loved 95% of it, actually. Um, but yeah, hadn't really thought about how I would cope once I wasn't in the office every day. So going from an environment where you're encouraged to pursue plaudits and are paid based on your performance to one where you do something that is arguably more significant but receives less overt recognition is very difficult. And it wasn't something that was mentioned during the antenatal classes that I attended. And I think that it should have been. And it should have been because I think... For all of us, there were eight couples in our group and all of the women worked and most of us had full-time jobs. So it's viewed as the right thing to do to see parents as entirely equal in the upbringing of their children. But it would be fairer and more accurate to say that the one who stays at home or is at home more should be given greater credit. It is a brave man or woman who says to their wife or husband that they have had more influence on the development of their children, but you would never get such daintiness if it were two colleagues discussing who had contributed more to a particular project. And I have spoken to lots of friends about this, um, and it, it is a really tricky, delicate area. Um, if the person who stays at home more sees the person who is out at work all day every day attempting to change a nappy you are not allowed to correct them no because as parents you are entirely equal um, so it is a tricky fine line to tread now someone who got it right is a very enlightened friend of mine called nikki she saw this coming and she left a successful sales job to have her daughter and planned to take at least a year off she explained to her husband that if he wanted a happy wife, then he needed to make sure he recognised her efforts and achievements and acknowledged that what she did was just as valid as him dedicating his day to generating the household income. The net result was, as well as experiencing the joy that comes with being so involved in your child's early years, she also received acknowledgement and reassurance from the person that she loves. And I took my hat off to her for doing it, actually. Um... I thought this was really a smart thing to do and it not it shouldn't be something that's restricted to people that are leaving or putting on hold a big career. I think it should be discussed amongst all parents and potential parents. Our children don't morph into the fantastical people that they become on their own. So why aren't we patting ourselves on the back more often? Hmm. I mean, it wasn't really a conversation that happened in our house. And I did. Mm, I went back to work after I think our daughter was four months old and our son was about the same age, five months old maybe, because I'd mistimed my first maternity. I did that whole thing where you think, oh yeah, oh my baby's definitely going to come two weeks early. So I started my maternity leave. It ended up like a month. 
before my daughter was born and I was going absolutely stir crazy just like waiting for this child to arrive um yeah so they went they went off to nursery pretty early and I went back into corporate so we didn't have quite the um conversation about well I do more than you because we were both at work full-time um but yeah it's it's a brave person that says well excuse me but I spend more time with the children so uh I should get more acknowledgement for the impact that I've had I'd be intrigued to know if anyone else has had that conversation out there well that was that um I've got a job to do now in making our family calendar reflect the type of family that we actually are I mean you know we all have things that we would like to achieve, but I am not kidding myself that we're going to be like one of the National Trust advert families. No, no, no. Never going to happen. Um, really hope you've enjoyed today's session. I will be back tomorrow with the Tony Daly. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening so far. And if you like it, give it a share with someone that you love. Bye bye.